0: This is One Ogden. I'm John Miles. Ryan McDonald is a filmmaker and part of the indie film group, New Ogden Cinema. He's made numerous short films and he wrote and directed his first feature film in 2020 called Married and Loving It. That's an irreverent look at disagreements in marriage and is available to buy or rent on Amazon. Did you grow up here at all?
1: I did, yeah. Um, I just live over here, um, kind of close to where Horseman used to be. I actually went to Horseman Elementary School, which they've oh. torn down now. Um, but I did grow up in a split home, so I also uh, grew up out in Roy oh. as well. So I, these are my, my two areas, Roy and Ogden. So, so did you go to Ben Lomond? I didn't, know because I, um, I lived in Roy oh. at that time, so I went to Fremont High School.
0: But so you did film school. Uh, like, How much after high school was film school?
1: At the time, um, here in Utah, like, you couldn't find a film school. Um, so I took one semester at Weaver State, and then I just pretty much bounced over. Yeah, because I was like, I don't, I, I want to do film. I don't want to do these other things. So I ended up moving to Florida. I had an opportunity to go to Orlando. And so I went to the U- University of Central Florida out there. And um, so I was, and I went to film school out there.
0: I have two buddies who went to film school. And okay. both of them, it seemed like the real benefit, like, yeah, you learn some technique and stuff, but it's like. Access to equipment and then, like, a network of people to make it with. Yeah. And so, like, you get that out in Florida and then, you, like, you come here and try and to make films. Yeah. And <laughs> what, can you use any of that
1: or uh, do you have to build it from scratch? Yeah, in a way. I, so, um I I was fortunate. My one of my longtime best friends is, is his name is Jason White. He's also a filmmaker. I met him in high school. Actually, while I was shooting a video in high school, he he was from California. He didn't have any friends. He walked up to me. He was like, "Oh, you guys are shooting something." And we kind of clicked from there. Um, and we've been friends ever since. And in the time that I was in Florida, this is right when like MySpace and things like like just hit the scene. So uh, this is like 18 years ago or whichever. But I always stay connected with him. And so when I came, so he uh, has a he went to Weaver State got a master's degree. And writing, or in um, English, and then but he had these like short stage plays, and I was like, do these short stage plays that you have? We could make them movies. And him and I before I left Florida, were talking about making short films. And now I'm, I was in Florida for like five years, so now I'm coming back, and I'm like, dude, we can make films. Um, and so we tried uh, networking around. Now Facebook's more popular at the time of the story, and you can you know you, just, you just go to. Ogden film group, something like that. You, you just yeah. start typing it in, you'll find a, a, a film group to go with. Um, and eventually we just started networking. We started, there was like meet and greet events for filmmakers and we would go to those and network. And then, um, and it's easier when you have a short film and we had a short film at the time
0: okay, to kind
1: of show off a little bit. And so, um, and then just kind of met several other people along the way. Uh, what's funny enough is that one of the, one of the cinematographer, my cinematographer for my feature film, his name is Matt Johnson. As it turns out, when we're when we're chatting after I knew him for a couple of years, that one class that I took at Weber State for that one semester, he was in that class too. Oh. But we never we didn't really like meet yeah. though. But we found out that we were in the same class because he was talking about a short film he made, and I was like, I remember that huh. film, and he was like, Oh, it was me. And I was like, Dude, we were in that class for like eighteen <laughs> weeks. I just didn't, I just never made the
0: connection. That's cool. So, but, but so then you met him at one of those like uh, conventions or something. Uh,
1: we well, it which so when I was in film school there was a moment where the professor was like hey if you ever do move to LA you know you gotta start networking a lot of it's gonna be people you meet mm-hmm. um I had a film professor she worked as a production line manager on Nightmare on Elm Street and Tremors and she had said how she just started in catering and it was just working from um just going from catering and meeting people and then eventually they're like oh we're gonna go do a movie do you want to come with me and and so it was like, if you go to L.A., you need to be, make sure you network, be, sh- be sure you have more to talk about besides just film, things like that. So taking that concept and coming back and then meeting strangers and then befriending them and then meeting their friends and yeah. everybody's into film. And I see. and so it's like, okay, hey, next time you want to shoot something. And so it also, uh, if you, in order to, to get someone to come help you, you've got to go help them. So, yeah. you, so you show up and, and be a P.A. or just something bottom line. Uh-huh. Um, and... Then next thing you know, you got your own film, and you just call them up, and yeah. so it kind of goes from there. So, yeah.
0: So let's talk about your feature. Is that it's the latest thing you've made? Is that right? The latest thing you've released?
1: That's my last feature. Yeah. yeah. Well, I only have one, so I guess it'd be the one feature. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, but I do have a handful. Uh, I made like twenty short films leading up to that. Right. Then I did the feature film, and I've put together a short film since then. And then um, I have a couple over. like uh, a friend of mine. His name is BJ Wimpy. Um, he does. Uh, cosplay and he has a whole YouTube channel where he's uh, centered Palpatine. And oh, I see, so, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. So, so we did, um, uh, I was invited to shoot, they had the concept for three men and a baby, but it was gonna be three Sith and a baby. Uh-huh. So it was like Palpatine, Darth Maul, and Lord Vader, like get the get a baby. So we, so we did basically a shot for shot remake of the trailer of Three Men and a Baby, but uh-huh. with those guys, with those characters. And then, um, when Mario Brothers came out and there's the Jack Black Peaches song, we, um, we shot a, uh, again, like shot for shot remake of that, but it's like Palpatine's love letter to Luke Skywalker yeah, and making him an apprentice and things yeah. like that. So.
0: But so this one, you did all the writing on it?
1: Yeah, we're talking the feature, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, feature. yeah. So uh, my feature film is Married and Loving It, and I yeah, I wrote, I wrote that.
0: And um, um, just talk to me about what it's about just a little bit.
1: Yeah, uh, so Married and Loving It is a film about it's like the day in the life of a married couple that's, that's been together for 10 years mm-hmm. and it's like that the highs and the lows of of marriage is the you know you can be like you can be massive you can be in love with somebody but at the same time like at their throat yeah. um in different times of the day and at the time i wrote it i was i was in my previous marriage and i just thought well, it was like well uh i was thinking budget wise and in your you know, and I'd already written another script, a feature script, but it had car explosions and things like that, and and I knew that when I wrote it, I just wanted to get it out. But now I'm on my second one. And I'm like, okay, I need to be more budget conscious, and what's something that we can shoot inside of one house? Um, and also, I'd made all these short films, and a lot of them are single like single like act pieces, and because we're my team, uh, New York and Cinema, we're fairly competent at like making a short film. We can shoot it in a day, you know. Oh, and so I was like, so really, if I if I break this down into, um, five like shorts and you put those five shorts together, you got a feature. Mm-hmm. So I took the debt that day in the life and made five scenes that we could shoot to, and put them together as a feature film as it was my idea. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, at the t- and so it's set all in one house and, uh, so there's no bus explosions or anything like that, <laughs> uh, but that was a way of keeping the budget, uh, down minimal. And in it's kind of an argument talking film. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's like Talking Heads, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of film. So how do you make that engaging? Uh-huh. Um, and at the time, I was I'd been in this previous marriage, and I just and you say write what you know, yeah. and I didn't know what it was like to be a cop. Like I didn't know what it was like to be. I guess Tarantino. Does, and in hindsight, I'm going like, well, Tarantino doesn't know all that crap either. He just has watched enough television and, sure. and movies and whatnot. But I wasn't thinking that at the time. So I was like, well, I know what it's like to. To be in uh, uh, this like ten year marriage, so I'll just write that uh-huh. and put that out there. So yeah. that's well, how I came like, with the concept. Yeah.
0: And, and and I mean, you're writing it while you're in this marriage that I <laughs> assume you're kind of not super happy in. Is that? <laughs> you
1: know, at the time I was writing it, I didn't really. I it was a, it was a way of like venting, uh-huh. uh, sort so you're of Just things. letting it all out. On yeah, the yeah, kind of like venting. And I was like, um, and I at the time I was writing it, I didn't see myself outside of that marriage. Uh-huh. Um, it wasn't. it it just happened to be that then that marriage ended Uh and I was still sitting there with the script and then I was able to find other people originally. So I think it's darkly comedic. I think it's, I I think it's really funny in parts um, and really offensive. And (laughs) at the time, and then, and I'm not trying to bash my ex wife if she ever find, but you know, we just, we just had different personalities, prospects. And so like, I'm just more vulgar and I don't mind, Kind of like a, a big fan. Of, I'm a big, massive fan of George Carlin. I had the chance to see him twice uh-huh. uh, before he passed, and so that kind of humor is really funny to me. So after, after that marriage had ended, and I was now an, um, on my own, and I was able to go like, well, I'm not. I don't have to worry about somebody else like in my ear censoring what I'm going to say. Uh-huh. So then I can say whatever I want, uh-huh. and so um, it became more. Of humorous in that sense and the me too movement was just barely uh-huh. hitting so the first scene is kind of like that um you know what do you what are you doing what happens if you're like caught watching a bill's co- bill cosby like uh-huh. comedy special uh-huh. like what do you do with that material of these artists who have now been ostracized by their behaviors and uh-huh. now it's been, been public and yada yada but at the same time it's like you, but you really liked that joke uh-huh. so it was that so the, so I, I wrote it while i was in it and then i rewrote it while i was out of it and it became the movie.
0: Yeah. But I mean that's like so number 1 I think you're very like raw and honest about marriages and the <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. And even some of the stuff that you let people including yourself say in it it's like, you know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So so that's one part that I I mean I'm saying I admire it. Like it's a it's a big decision to make, but you also it's got a fair amount of like politics like I, you're not trying to be super divisive with the politics, yeah. but you're definitely. Well, no, that's not even fair. Like some <laughs> of it, you're definitely. You got an opinion, you know? yeah. So. There was so there's a
1: there's a scene where um, it's like you're creating the, the wife is creating an art an art piece that has like Jesus writing a dinosaur, uh-huh. and I had had experiences where it was like to to do something like that was. Your spouse would say, like, why the hell would you do that? It's going to offend so many people. And you're going, like, but it's just art. And so there was actually a lot more um, anti-religious stuff in there. I just kind of dialed it in a little bit. I was like, I don't need necessarily, I don't feel the need to channel all this hatred. I'm going to pull it back a little bit. So what you see is actually pulled back Uh uh, from there. Um, and then the politics thing, uh, of uh, another good friend of mine known for 20 years. Um, his name is Justin Witten. He helped me with the movie It's actually his house that we shot it in. Uh, and his, his wife, his ex-wife now, but, um, and my ex-wife were best friends and that's how we met. And, um, there was a, you know, there's politics and things and she was, over, and his ex-wife was very in, into like, why didn't you vote? What's going on? yada yada. so I just thought that was fun to play with, with uh-huh. that idea. And, um, and then we had just had, like, the election with Trump. And, every, this you know, the content that leads into that, like grabbing women uh, and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, this is going to be fun to play with. So, right. And then it turns out the husband... In the movie didn't even vote for um, <laughs> Hillary Clinton was the candidate. It's like he didn't even vote for that. He threw his vote at something else, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and then so the wife's irritant that not not only did you, like, it's not even, it's almost like she's more mad. Like, if she found out that he'd voted for Trump, she'd be pissed, but she's even more mad that he didn't even vote for Hillary. He voted for somebody else off ballot, right? Right. Kind of thing. thing. Um, so it was just kind of, I just, it was just fun. something fun. Yeah, live, yeah. I guess, yeah.
0: Right, Now it's fun. Like, I think that's the thing I didn't expect going into it is, like, I mean I thought that it was going to be funny but it was like it's pretty consistently funny in jokes you know. Yeah. But yeah then the political part of it. I mean there's kind of this through line of them having like being at political odds kind yeah. of the whole yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah.
1: Yeah and 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 um you know as we're all living in this in this current culture and I don't know maybe 20 years ago it was really divisive I, um maybe 50 years ago households were divisive as well. I, I I know I know what to say now as far as like you know, what do you do if, if you're in a household and one of you is like one of you's like straight QAnon. The other one's like Daily Show. Uh-huh. Like what, and what right. would happen there? Yeah.
0: That's another thing that strikes me. Like you're going out there. You're making your first feature film and you're putting down. Like I respect that you put like this very honest conversations between men and women where they're both like pretty wrong at times, I think. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. You could see almost anybody who wanted to take offense at that, taking offense at it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it may be bringing a lot of heat. Have you gotten that kind of feedback? Or did you worry about that kind of feedback? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was, but 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 um, I think it's just the the, the team I had, the people around me, uh, my producing partner, who's also now my wife, my current wife, uh-huh. uh, Brandi uh, McDonald, and so like she's she's also comical and she she tends to love the, a lot of things that I do as far as like when it comes to comedy, like Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, and George Carlin, and so mm-hmm. I was kind of keeping those. Those those things in mind, mm-hmm. as uh, Louis C.K., who I also kind of referenced shortly, right. and you know he has a he, he talks about like George Carlin having like this joke in front in Carnegie Hall about abortion or whichever, and he's like that's his opening line at Carnegie Hall, and I was like all right, well if that if those that's the person I idolize, then that's then, then we should just say it, and I also kind of thought because it's so low budget, uh-huh. I mean I made the move for six thousand dollars, and so like um, if it blows up because of something we said in there and even if it's negative attention Uh we're getting attention yeah so i kind of took that yeah and i also kind of felt like you can't cancel me when i'm not really popular (laughs) so so like so like uh well i don't really have anything to lose in that sense um and but it there are times i it sucks because you're trying not to censor yourself yeah yeah, I know. But mean. at the same time and everybody that you idolise, like Dave Chappelles and things like that, you're going like, Well they're not censoring themselves, so let's do that. Um, but then you're also realizing, dude, you're not dude you're not you're not you're not Netflix, <laughs> so don't even worry about it, right? You know, so no, that's right. So I guess that's how I felt about it Was was is uh Screw, it, like, it'd just be controversial, and in that sense, and and it should be just be left as art. And I think that's probably why you, you get to the end of the movie, and uh, near the end of the movie, and the person who's doing the the wife is talking about how like it's just art. Yeah, that's like my little war cry to myself. Like yeah. it's just art, dude. Like so, if anybody does come and be like, I can't believe you said this. Like first off, wasn't me necessarily. It was the character,
0: but yeah, uh-huh.
1: uh, I'll try to wiggle my way out of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I want it like. I don't necessarily want to spoil the movie too much but going in you know I knew it was these different segments yeah. with even different casts but I didn't like realize there would be this kind of through line I mean I don't know am I allowed to ask if yeah if the end kind of means that it's all the same person did you decide if it's all the same couple yeah. the same two people or
1: um and and I'm actually like I'm okay with we can talk all the spoilers and everything yeah. like that okay. uh, because to me and I just I just did another interview uh, on this as well it's kind of like if you're so you, you go shoot a film and there's at my level mm. five, you know five six thousand dollars and people will be like oh don't 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 post that or mm. something like that it's like we need as much attention as we can get yeah. so if it means spoiling unless it's like a whodunit done uh-huh. it Kind of a thing at the end, like a at the uh then I can understand keeping that one to ourselves. But other than that, let's just, you know, everybody dies at the end, let's just say it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. Um no, initially when I wrote it, it was supposed to be the same two actors okay. throughout the whole thing. Um and then I was I was having I was in my mind I was starting to get worried that, well, what happens if you shoot if you start shooting the movie and I've had this happen before where somebody will cut their hair or they shave their beard or other things like that, uh-huh. and I was like, "What happens when the actor like if I can't if I can't get back to that actor in like two months or something like that?" I was walking, I was chatting with my other producing partner Jason White, a longtime friend who I already mentioned. Um, and there's a movie um, by Luis Boonwell called uh, the uh, the Obscure Object of My Desire, and in that movie, Boonwell the the female character is played by two different actresses and it switches on a dime at any minute which actress is playing that character. And mm-hmm. nobody seems to notice. Like, the like the male actor will be talking to her, and it's one actress, and then when it switches to the next one, he doesn't... The, the character, the male character, doesn't even blink. Uh-huh. It's just the same person. As, and there's st- rumors is why maybe it was because... Um, maybe it's because, like, they, they fire the one actress and they need to reshoot it and they, or whatever, or if it just creative, the way right. he wants to do his process, and Boomwell kind of kept him, that to himself. That being in mind, Jason White was like, well, what if you had, because there's five different stories, he's like, what if you had different actors play each of the different segments? And then what if at the end, it all collides, and it's all of them in that argument? And as soon as he said that, I was like, dude, I was like, that's exactly what I've been looking for, because I'm worried about how boring it's going to be to see the same two faces argue. Uh-huh. And now you just said that, and it's actually two separate people, or uh-huh. not two separate people, sorry, like you know, four or five different actors playing that same part. Yeah. And then it's kind of left up to that. So to to be said, originally it was the same two characters. But I've also heard people say that they interpret it as multiple like characters. Uh, some people have even been upset that they think that it's multiple characters and they're irritated by the fact that they're all in the same house. Oh. And I'm like, well, I think you missed it. Yeah. But okay, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. That's right. Fine. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, and also, the way you did that, like um, th- the one that comes to mind, but I think you did it quite a few times in that last kind of scene Mm -hmm. where it's like it's during the pan that you cut and then it's the different actress there and like she's holding the same thing like it's real i don't know immersive like (laughs) i really like the way you did that
1: oh thanks yeah uh so that was um um can i move the mic yeah yeah uh, oh and there's a water here just so okay cool if you want all right cool thanks um no that was uh brandy who's all, uh who is a producing partner as well that was her that was one of her ideas we we're talking about the ending and how we would sh- we we cut to it and then she was like well what if you what if the actor walked off camera and then the other actor like stepped in yeah. and you pan over to him and again it's just like it's just uh, great ideas from from collaborator friends uh-huh. and they came up with those so um so did like,
0: you lo- did you do a lot of that live like practical
1: yeah 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 so there were so oh, okay. um like there's one at the end of the movie. His, uh, the actor's name is Mike Solaris. Like he he's coming down the hallway. He trips on the vacuum cord, and and but the wife is already the one. The wife he was arguing against, like is already she's already walked into the bathroom, but we didn't see it. And then it's like the other actress pops out. Yeah. But then when we pan back to the husband. It's a completely different actor. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So those. So all four of us are in the same room, but yeah. Like, we're just. I really liked that a lot. Around. Yeah. It
0: was really well done. And <clears throat> yeah, I feel like even though. I think a lot of the elements of the story were kind of spoiled for me, but it was the execution still. Okay. <laughs> uh, like, like you know, the there's the whole castration thing. Okay. Which is, I mean, <laughs> I mean, first, the way that that's all executed, I'm like, uh-huh. oh man, he's just going for it. <laughs> but then my favorite is the applesauce at the end. That's so good. Or maybe it's not applesauce, but you know, then all of a sudden... Uh, Oh, like the disposal, and then the oh yeah yeah, and it
1: cuts <laughs> to like the the margarita mix or whatever yeah or, oh, it, yeah, yeah, like, or what bloody I mean. mary or something yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I thought that was really good because even yeah the first time you show that I'm just like oh he's just showing that and then, <laughs> you know then it's a new scene all the yeah you know? yeah so yeah I just thought it was all really well executed. Oh thanks man I yeah, appreciate
1: that. Um that was uh so again on the idea that not sure if when we're going to have another chance to make a feature film, this might be the one thing. And it was like, well, I, I've, I've, in the meantime, I've been acting in some of my other, uh, friends and collaborators like films. And so I was like, well, this might be my chance to be in a feature film as an actor. So I just hired myself. So it's kind of a little bit of pretentious in there because I wrote it and I directed it and then I'm acting in it too. Uh-huh. Um, but at the same time, I also, um, that was when I was writing that scene. Um, and it was years before I was writing it. I was, and my wife at the time called me and I was, I was having a gas. I was like, that'd be so funny if like just randomly in this like dr- drama, uh-huh. she start, she castrates him uh, and they start, they start imagining themselves killing each other or whichever. And I was like laughing and she was like, I don't know why we do that. That doesn't uh, like, why would you do that? And I was like, this is really funny. And she was like, no, it's not. So then years later I go to make the movie and I'm like, I got to be in that part. Like that's the part that Uh, she hated the most, and it's the part that I'm gonna do, uh and it's and it's childish in that sense, but I did it, so yeah.
0: yeah. Well, that part, like, it's almost brave. Like, that seemed like the part with the most, like, I mean, he drops the C bone probably the most times, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Like you gave yourself Uh the toughest character to to personify, yeah. Uh,
1: And there's of of all the dialogue in the whole in in the entire film, so you can't just make a you can't write it. And be like, oh well, this is just me hating on like a, a woman like the entire movie. You gotta split some of it up. Uh-huh. So like some of the things like that the, the wife says or does, or things that I would have said or done, and kind of working around, and I kind of also pulled in uh, friends of mine, relationship that they had. And um but f- I, that scene for the most part, I I did say those. those I mean <laughs> the part where it's like like we're like your ice cream bowl right here and this and the trash cans right there like what the hell like that happened yeah and so i kind of felt like i was that was me i was like well, i'm gonna play that part and that scene and if anybody's gonna get their dick cut off that's gonna be it's gonna be that me too so yeah <laughs> <Me> too. yeah <laughs> um
0: well and i uh the house i feel like mm-hmm. the house Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just not aware. But like that house like screams Utah to me. It screams like oh, yeah. we're the only one with those kind of split yeah. <laughs> level type <middle-time> houses. <laughs> yeah. And then I feel like you used it really well in like your shots. Like it, the house is almost a character and mm-hmm. the design of the house almost I feel like. Yeah, I know it's uh,
1: it is certainly split split home, I think from the 80s, Sin Roy. Uh-huh. Um I'll drive past it every once in a while. Like the people who own it don't realize now that the entire interior's like uh, on Amazon uh-huh. um and then it was actually just a hodgepodge so I had I'd gotten divorced my friend Justin who's a producer partner got divorced my my now wife Brandy she was exiting her, uh her marriage as well and so my friend Justin didn't have any f- furniture but uh Brandy and I did so we just kind of like put all of our divorced furniture in that house and I mean the whole movie is a reckless marriage so that was yeah that was our
0: little heyday how long was the shoot Oh or like just how over how much time did you make yeah, it?
1: um so I th- all in all it's about eight or nine days, but oh. for whichever reason it's we shot um so i uh I shot every other weekend for the most part, and then there's a bit of a break um because there was a family issue that came up and we had to do a little and then trying to like reschedule people to come back. Mm-hmm. it's easier when you're only scheduling two actors to show yeah. up but for the finale stuff where i'm trying to do that where like one actor walks off camera and the other actor walks in i need all four of them so then trying to figure that out so it took like a couple months later but luckily in the meantime i was able to uh, my editor uh Lucas Hardy he was working on the film so we were able to just spend that time editing and
0: yeah yeah, yeah. kind of going from there so. so you can kind of just get two of them in most of the time and then it's just at the end when you need a bunch yeah yeah, of them.
1: yeah so uh so it was 8 days but over like it wasn't just 8 consecutive days it was over the course of like several months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and achieving. so did,
0: did having the cast that big make it easier or did it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm going to,
1: yeah. <coughs> um, well, yeah, because there's no extras. There's, there's nobody in the background. Right. Yeah. Right. So of course it's much easier. Um, than if I was to shoot like in a, uh, like an office scene or a police station or something like that, where you have to have just people walking in and out yeah. just to be in the background. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but also you know everybody else has everybody who's in the movie and the people who are making it also have like their lives and their day jobs and things like that, so you're trying to work around those type of schedules
0: yeah so. and so you released it in 2020 is that right yeah, and yeah. so how did like how did you guys release it how did all that go
1: yeah we um so we we fin we were able to submit to the deadline for sundance was like september twenty nineteen and we hit the deadline um which we didn't get into Sundance. But honestly like for me I was like I had a feature film that I submitted mm-hmm. and that was more than I felt like more than I had before more than some could say. Um and then I I started just submitting it to all these feature films and it was like my mind was like I'm going to travel the world if it gets accepted and I'm going to go everywhere and um it did get accepted to a lot to a lot of other festivals. But then uh you know that early early part of 2020 started coming in. People started getting sick, and the world shut down, and so uh, I didn't ever get to really travel to go uh-huh. see it. A lot of festivals, in order to still host their like uh, their festival, they went online, uh-huh. and it was a way to get still still get still got the exposure. But when, what we missed was the networking opportunity to like go out there and meet all the other filmmakers uh, where it was. But at the end of the day, we played in uh, parts in parts of Asia, parts of Europe, Canada, uh, even in Africa. So mm. it was. That was a win. I thought it was like, we went global. So yeah, it was good.
0: Well, yeah. And then I feel like, I mean, I feel like it was kind of just me being stupid, but like I said, I'd followed you for a while and I figured I couldn't see the show because I would Google it and it's not like on YouTube. And then, I mean, it wasn't until I just looked at it on IMDB and it's like, buy it on Amazon. I was like, (laughs) oh, of course it's where I buy all my movies, you know? So how did the, how did the Amazon deal happen?
1: Uh, frankly, you can self distribute on, on Amazon. So, uh, you can't do it with short films though, but they'll take feature films. So, um, uh, for any of the indie filmmakers listening, here's the trick. So you need, you need to have subtitles and that's, and and I have a movie with a lot of dialogue in it. So when I would send it out to companies that would do the subtitling, they would come back with like $3,000, $5,000 quotes um, just for subtitles. Wow! And uh, so another filmmaking friend of mine gave me a hack. Was like, well, put it on YouTube, but make it private, <laughs> and then you can type out all of your own uh, 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 closed captioning pieces, uh-huh. and then you can download the file uh-huh. and then attach it. And so that took me like a month or so, sitting down, going over the like. And there's stuff that we said that you know the line's not the line I can't just copy the script because we 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 changed the line or we did something different. Oh, yeah.
0: So I noticed a little bit of that.
1: Yeah. So it did, um, and there's some parts where I was kind of like, "Wow, well, I like the way we wrote it." And then, yeah. <laughs> and whoever's watching the close no, caption, not really? to figure out. There's a <clears throat> um, there's a movie by John Woo called uh, Hard Boiled, uh-huh. and it's like the chow Yun fat Asian action film, like uh, dueling pistol pistols and stuff like that. And the dubbed version, the English dubbed version. And if you watch that with the English subtitles, they do not align. Yeah. And it's almost a different movie at times, but <laughs> what they're talking about. And so I kind of was thinking that too. So if the, if the closed caption is not exactly what they say, I was like, yeah, hard boiled did it. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, and then once you have that, but then you have to submit to Amazon and they have to review it and accept it. Uh-huh. So, they, so we, we passed all those pieces and, um, and now it's
0: on, on Amazon. Well, that's cool because it's got to be kind of a dilemma. It's like I was at first. I was like, "Well, okay, sure. You want to like show it to people where you can, I don't know, control it, make money, you know, yeah. whatever." It's not like you want to just put your film out for free everywhere. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Well, we we I felt like I waited until we had hit the we'd done the festival circuit. We we were in in, in film festivals for a year or so. Um, there's even one every once in a while. I'll still get an invitation for a festival to submit, and I'll submit it, and we'll kind of be in that again. Um But. Yeah, I, I did want it it I was like if it's gonna land anywhere it'd be nice to be like Netflix or Amazon or mm. something like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well
0: yeah, so it's out there for anybody to buy, right? On Amazon then you can just... Yeah, you
1: can rent or buy it on Amazon. Yeah.
0: yeah. And what was the name again? Married in Loving It. Married in
1: Loving yeah. It. Yeah, right.
0: Um and so then are you working on something new now?
1: Um so then last year I made a short film. Uh my my cinema group, New Ogden Cinema, we, we, we do this uh kind of tongue in cheek horror series called the Ancient Evil series. And short films, and we made a, um, a short film last year. It's called I call it Moon's Blood. So it's, it's the idea of like instead of being where the werewolf pops out when the when the moon is full or whichever, it's like it only happens when he's around a woman who's like menstruating, and then and then that somehow like triggers it. And so <clears throat> um, there's a festival in Salt Lake um, called Demon Chasers, put on by Brian Higgins. It's actually open right now to, to submit for this year. Oh. Uh, they're doing a 3D where you actually like make a 3D horror film. Um, and so, but that was that was the competition that we were in, and so, and I just had this idea, this Moon's Blood thing, and I was like, we should do this. And um, my friend, uh, my friend, and actor, BJ Wimpy, who does Senator Palpatine, and um, so I was like, we could we could do this. And so we put together a Wolfman short film. It's only six minutes, but from there, I was really in love with what we did, and thinking that I was like, all the work that got put into making the 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 effects and the costume. I was like that's too bad We should do something bigger So I've been So over the last year I've been working on A feature film concept of that um, Of a character running around Who then like um, Turns into a werewolf When he's around A woman who's menstruating Kind of thing so. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> And then just blood and gore are Kind of in the mix so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, And so what, you're in like The writing phase of that
1: So yeah I've been writing it Yeah Kind of off and on um, And and then, well, in the meantime, uh, my daughter—I have a, uh, four daughters. One of them uh, is ten years old, and so she, for Christmas, she wanted a. She, I asked her what she wanted for Christmas. She said, "What well, can I have? I, I'd like a filmmaking kit." And um, her name is Sophia, and I, I named and I, I petitioned to name her Sophia um, because of Francis Ford Coppola and his directing daughter Sophia. Mm-hmm. So now, when my daughter Sophia is like, "Oh, I want to direct," um, or "I want a filmmaking kit," I was like, "Oh my gosh, yeah." Uh, that's cool but they don't sell filmmaking kits but they do sell influencer kits and it's yeah. the same it's the same junk so it comes uh-huh. with the slate and the green screen and everything uh, so she had that and I was sitting there and I was looking at it and I was like man we haven't we, we, it's been a couple months we haven't used it um, me being the parents she probably prompt her we should, we should do something so I pitched to her and her other little sister an idea that they had done that I've seen where it's like somebody builds the Lego set, and the other kid just comes by and just knocks it all over. Uh-huh. And, and every time they build it, the other kid just comes by and kicks it over again. And I was like, what if we did that? And I pitched it. My daughter, Sophia, she hand-wrote the script. And then we used a phone. We used our iPhone 11 and and uh, shot it. And so um, there's a film festival in Salt Lake called the Tumbleweeds Film Festival. It's put on by the Utah Film Center. We were able to get into their festival and she won for she won best film for her age class. Oh, ah, that great. So, That's nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> and so what's New Ogden Media? That's like your production company?
1: Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. No problem. Um, yeah, so New Ogden Cinema was a oh. – uh, it started out as just kind of like a film group, of a collective film group. Um, when I – as we were speaking earlier, when I first came back from Utah and I was looking to networks, it was just my friend Jason White and I. And so we're going to all these different film groups, but I even had this problem uh, when I'm about to speak about in Florida too. It's like everybody's, it's like we're in such competition with each other. We're not helping each other. Yeah, and like, and it's almost like this like irritance that people would have. Like if you made a better film than them, they'd be more irritated with you than than happy for you. Uh-huh. And I hated that. I was like, I was like, we're not going to get anywhere if we're all so competitive that we can't play on the same team. Like yeah. we all want the same. We all want the same things. Right. Um so there was times where we would share like, so Jason had a Jason, Jason had a script. We ended up making a short film out of, but it was just, um, kind of likened to the married and loving it thing, but we hadn't married married and loving it yet. But it was like, uh, door, door to the house flies open and boyfriend, and girlfriend run in and they're already in the the midst of the argument. And based upon what they say, you can tell that they've gotten a fight over dinner. It's carried into the house and then, and then it ends six minutes later and they've broke up. Something like that. But, Sometimes what I find about other Utah filmmakers sometimes they want to make it a it's always got to be spies it's always got to be detectives it's always got to be something else that's just like if you want to go do Hollywood like we're not in Hollywood, so stop trying to make a Hollywood thing, make it indie thing yeah and this is what so I just feel like we're using our limitations to what what we can what we can do yeah uh, the best way we can do it right because uh, otherwise if you try to make if you're trying to make the Marvel movie. Five thousand dollars. Everybody can tell you're you're not that right. Like nobody's impressed right. when the, when the CGI goes bad, uh, or so or when it's like um when it's clearly a digital like smoke coming out of the gun kind of a thing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like Marvel can Take get away with out. that. Yeah. yeah, and it jumps the shark a little bit. So if you yeah. can't do it, so like in some of mine, it's a white frame. It's uh-huh. like, like in some of my short films, like the gun goes off, it's a weak, it's a white flash frame. And I took that out of, uh, Rodriguez, uh, sorry, uh, Robert Rodriguez, his movie, Desperado. Uh, there's like, if you, there's, there's one shot where, I mean, there's pl- tons of, of guns and squibs and all sorts of stuff, but there's one part where like it didn't go off or whatever. He just put a white frame in there. <laughs> he said it on the commentary. I was like, dude, I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> so I just, so I just stole that idea. Um, but so here we are, Jason and I are meeting with these other guys. We're trying to like connect and, and whatnot. But they're looking at the script and because it's just like a guy and a girl walk into a room and argue and end their relationship, they're like, why would you make this? And I was like, well, I don't know. But actors really like that kind of stuff. Actors feel like there's a lot more to all that. Like when we made Married and Loving it, I mean, we as much as the content and the dialogue was, I we had a good amount of actors who really wanted to do that part because there's there's something to act there. Yeah, And it's not just like, Um, we're not pretending to be ninjas or whatever that we're I'm not saying anything against ninja movies I'm just saying that like if you don't if you don't have somebody who knows how to do the John Wick thing then don't do the John Wick thing
0: yeah yeah Yeah, like like, do what you can anytime somebody tells me they want to make something I'm like we've got to do it outdoors because to me you take advantage of what you've got we've got all this production value here. So that's what, Utah films should all be outdoor films. That's my opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, well, and in, in in hindsight, like with, with so like with Married and Loving It, you know, I'm like, oh, we filmed it in Utah. But I know. It's like, nobody can tell that. Yeah. Like, it's all shot in a house. Like, there's like <laughs> one. I think that house like, is signature Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be the one thing. It's like, oh, is that what houses look like in Utah? And they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but was originally getting so we had a hard time like connecting with other people because there was kind of like closed off and it, and I really feel like there was a time where it was like I think Jason's script was better because it had something that was a little meatier for actors than than um recreating Saw at a yeah, level yeah, or something yeah. like that which Saw is indie as well right so I so I was like uh, and I didn't want to do groups either but then I was like we need to do a group and the group's got to be completely open like like where it's like if you come into the group you might be you might be con, um, religiously conservative and so you want to make a family friendly film uh-huh. and that should be just as accepting as the film that we want to make yeah. that has that is vulgar or has a lot of violence something like that like it should be both mm-hmm. and we should just be accepting of each other and and when like if somebody in the group wins we all win yeah. in that sense um yeah. and that was the concept that we were going with as the years have gone by we don't push out some we used to do group meetings that were always open uh to everybody and then especially after the pandemic we kind of we just found our team we got i got i got a team of like easy eight to ten people that Mm. we just kind of collaborate together with and not to say that we're not open it's just that we don't when we do our meetings uh, um we don't necessarily like blast it out like we used to because we used to go meet at different coffee shops grounds for coffee things like that yeah yeah
0: but so it's all like um it's all film or like art-related, it's not like you're going out and, you know, I don't know, shooting a commercial or whatever?
1: Uh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah I, that's, I don't know. I, I struggle. I struggle with the, the, the commercial thing. And that's maybe what's holding me back in uh, a sense is not, not doing like commercials or, I could probably make a, uh, I could probably write a, um, a rom-com LDS focused film mm-hmm. and really hit it big. Uh-huh. But I just don't know. I just yeah, I, wouldn't have fun doing. That. I don't know how far I would get. Yeah, you know? like I watch an um, I'll watch like a not the Barbie movie, but the Barbie like the cartoon Barbie movies or cartoon yeah. Barbie shows that are on Netflix. You know, yeah. And I'm sitting there watching. I mean, I'm not watching that by myself. Like, my like, I got to, I have daughters, <laughs> right? So they're watching it. And I'm sitting there going, like, I could write that. Like, yeah. like somebody out there wrote that. Somebody said Somebody got paid to sit down and write that. And if I, can, I just need to crack that Rubik's cube. Yeah. You know, like, just pay me to write those Barbie things, uh-huh. man. I'll I'll do that. So, um, and if I'm going to, if you're going to sell, I don't mind selling out, but if you're going to do that, but if I was to spend my own money, I, well, I guess I just haven't come up with it yet that, that, uh, w- what would work in Utah, like kind of more of a rom-com PG kind of thing. But mm-hmm. I just know me at some point along the way, there's going to be that castrating like niche in me that's going to be like type that out and then I'll, I'll fall in love with it and it can't be that anymore. <laughs> and then you know? they will buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: but no, I'm, I'm glad to hear that it's that kind of thing because, I mean, there are ways for people to get together and make money and stuff, but I feel like having a let's let's be here to collaborate on whatever art project you want to do next. I think that that's like really lacking. Like,
1: well, like I said, it, it, if the, what's what's the saying? Like the rising tide raises all boats, kind of thing. Yeah. So that's that's my ask. Is that if I was to ever make it into where somebody, if I was to be in a position where somebody was like, hey, we got some money and a little bit of studio, blah, blah, and they want to make a movie. The ask is that I would go to my friends and be like, hey, we've we're, you know, we got a little money here. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, my ask is that they would just do the same thing for me. Yeah. And um, and then also at the same time, like like I said, everybody has a different idea of what their project, of what is good to them, the movies that they love. And um, we so in the story that I was saying where it's like Jason and I thought, well, two characters walk It was originally a stage. It was a six-page stage play. So it was like two characters walk in. They argue. Why can't that be? Why can't we do that? Why yeah. does cinema have to be, oh, well, there's no ghost and it doesn't take you anywhere or whichever. Right. Um, I did a short film called the last time and we shot it. Um, I don't even know what, what, what it is now. At the time it was an Italian restaurant. It's right next to brewskis It's right behind brewskis and Ogden.
0: Oh, uh, outside Lothra, patio. Yeah, I think maybe.
1: Yeah. Outside patio. We're yeah. shooting there. And the concept was, is, um, was these two sisters who like, like one of them, one of them tried hard and got successful. And the other one, didn't try as much or whichever, but always feels like life is putting her down kind of thing. And then they have that kind of an argument. Now, again, it starts, it starts in that spot and never leaves that spot until they, until they get in a massive fight and they walk off and whatnot. And again, we're just doing short films, but I I had some people who like wrote in their YouTube comments about how like it doesn't, it doesn't show their past. It doesn't travel to when they were kids. It doesn't like travel to another time. And I just feel like, why? Like I, my rule, my rule, so when you're walking through movies, are, people are always going like, oh, cinema has rules or there's, there's a rule in this. It's got be the 180 rule and all this other rules. And it's like, there really is no rule. The, the rule that I have is that there are no rules in this. So um, if you want to change the actor halfway into the sentence, then change the actor yeah. into the sentence. Um, uh, Lars von Trier has movies uh, like Antichrist where the, the Willem Dafoe, where it's like, the shot before he was like standing up the next shot, he's sitting down It doesn't make any. it, it like, it, obviously the continuity is off, but I don't think that director cares. Uh-huh. Otherwise he wouldn't do it throughout the, the whole damn movie. So, <laughs> right. um, and so that's my thing is like, so some people, if you want to make a certain, if you want to, it's gotta be a and B and very streamlined, then cool. We should be accepting of that. Just, but I'm going to go wild card it and uh-huh. we should be accepting of that as well. Right. Um, and, uh, and that was just kind of my feeling. And then especially if you see somebody's, I've met a lot of other filmmakers who somebody has like a really good film. Like it's, it's just solid. Like, um, I was in a, uh, another, um, Brian Higgins is, uh, he, he runs the 48 hour film festival in Salt Lake uh-huh. and it'll be coming up in, in the spring. It'll be the Salt Lake 48 hour film festival. So you've got, so your team has 48 hours from Friday night till Sunday to write, direct everything. And Sunday night, you got to turn in the movie. Uh-huh. Um, and so, as part of a team that did that, we won best acting, uh, and I was I was acting in it. And um, but you know, we, you sit down, you want to win, but the first film that went off was hilarious and it was really good. Uh-huh. And I turned to my wife and I was like, Oh my god. That was really good. I was like, they're gonna win. And then they did. But it was good though. And you know, and, 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 and you're, you're jealous, but you're not hatefully jealous. You're just jealous, like, dude, I wanna work with you. Yeah. And so you meet right. those people. But there's so many other people who will see something like that and they'll like and they're like mad at you for making it better. Right. Or whicheverness. And that, that's yeah. the kind of stuff is like you guys I'm not, not I'm not saying I'm going far, but I'm gonna network better than you're gonna network if you're just gonna hate on anything that was better than yours. Right. Right, so you won't go there, so that was kind of the idea so that's still my philosophy as far as art groups go and new York and cinema uh-huh. and It's like um now you know we can banter because we've been friends these guys and I have been friends for a very long time, so' it's, we banter now like yeah. you know we they're they're running jokes sometimes like we got a script for this thing uh <laughs> but but we're friends, but i but i I know that they're not gonna dog me if we make the movie better yeah if I, if I made it better than their feature film, they're not gonna be they're not gonna, Hate it, right, in a sense. But right. there's plenty of other people out there who,
0: but you need haters, I guess. That yeah, way, so. that's right. It's all just motivation, right? Yeah, but then it does seem like there's a pretty decent, like you named a few film festivals that I hadn't heard of. We've got a pretty mm-hmm. decent festival circuit around here. It sounds like,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, it largely put on it's uh, by again this guy Brian Higgins, and uh-huh. so he runs uh, different genre film festivals throughout the year. Um, in this case, like the one coming up for for the. Uh, October season is going to be called Demon Chaser uh, oftentimes there's also like a, a Christmas horror festival that they'll do um, Western Fest and then um, like I said like the Utah Film Center has started putting out so last year's their Tumbleweeds Film Festival was their first run of it huh. um, so it's already open for submission right now it's, that's in Salt Lake um, it, like if you go on to Film Freeway uh, which hosts all, all the film festivals you just type in Utah and you'll get a whole list of Probably about ten to twenty. That's they're that cool. kind of around uh, from different production sizes. I, obviously, the one that was uh, put on by the F- Utah Film Festival had some good money behind it, and it was a great festival. Um, mm. The Jared Hess, the director of uh, Napoleon Dynamite, yeah, he was there. Um, and was and they did a and A, and it was great meeting him. Mm. And my girls are a big fan of naturally Libre, so it was also nice to like. Yeah. here's Sophia. She directed a movie. Yeah. And, and he directed cool. Nacho Libre And we all watch it Yeah And Jack Black just did that Peaches thing And we just shot that <laughs> Star Wars uh, Palpatine uh, Luke Skywalker parody thing of it So yeah,
0: yeah 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 But like the Egyptian then It doesn't do any regular film festivals
1: The There was for a time A film festival called the Ogden Film Festival And um, They had it at the Egyptian Ran for about three years Financially, though, I don't. I wasn't. I wasn't necessarily a part of it. I did a couple Q and As during the festival. I was mm-hmm. happy to be invited to that. Um, financially, I don't know if it worked, um, and so they haven't put it on for a while. Uh, as far as being on the Egyptian Theater board, I've pitched to the board wanting to do a film festival there, mm-hmm. and um, and I I have different ideas for what we'd want to do. You know, obviously part of it is if you make it kind of global, then people come, but I, I really like to also have like the $5,000 film thing. Cause there was a lot of film festivals that I went into where it was like your budget had to be under a certain amount. And if it was Mm -hmm. under 10 grand, like, you know, and so I was like, yeah, and and you, you can submit into those. Mm. And then also, of course, if you, if you offer it to people who are just in Utah, if you say, Hey, this is like Utah filmmakers. I mean, you can have, you can still accept movies from everywhere, but if you're like, if you have a special, like the best of Utah kind of a thing, um, Section, then those people will come to your to because they want to see the movie play and yeah. they're going to bring their cast and crew and everything to it. Um, so I've had I've had that idea and right. do it in Ogden, but I'm fighting the fight. But yeah, I'm, I'm fight yeah. <laughs> we're working on working on getting everybody to that point. Yeah. Um. In the meantime, as far as the foundation goes, we we run two events, which is uh the Big Lebowski Festival, and then uh, right after that we have Polar Express. Which is a, um, it's like a kids event, for, obviously kids events, Polar Express, but, um, and that's like the Saturday after Thanksgiving, yeah, Saturday after Black Friday, and that'll be at the Egyptian Theater, uh, and it's been a, we've been running that for about eight years now, and it always sells out, and we've, yeah it's been a big, been a big event there. Does Lebowski
0: Fest f- sell out? That was pretty crowded when I went.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it hasn't yet, huh. but we're working – we have different ideas. We, we want to it, – yeah, it's like how do we, again, crack that code as far as yeah. blowing it out. So there's 800 seats, and we're right now we're filling about half. So uh, and Storm Bowling, every year has always given, given us a, a bowling ball, brand new, out-of-the-box bowling ball uh, to give away to somebody. Uh, we have many different sponsors along the way. Lavender Vinyl has been one of them in the past, Harpen Hound, Lighthouse – um, have, have given us in kind donations or have sponsored the event as well. But yeah, costume contests. This year we're going to have some vendors as well selling uh, art, um, oh, nice. some of it themed around Lebowski, some also their own art uh-huh. as well. Uh, we have local artists who just put together our flyer, which we haven't uh, thrown out there yet. But so um, we have local artists who's, who's put together the flyer for us this year. We're going to be auctioning off that, the original piece as well, while we're there. Um, and then yeah, just come dressed as your favorite character and have a good time. Uh, Lighthouse will be having in the after party as well, and they'll have a Creedence cover band nice. there. Your Lebowski ticket will get you, will get you in. So, hey. we'll, so yeah.
0: So what <sighs> night is that again?
1: It is November 11th.
0: November 11th,
1: Venture's Day. It's a Saturday It's the Shabbos <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see Right yeah. I never put that together That's for John Goodman That it's on Thursday <laughs> Yeah, <Saturday>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well that just happens To be the day We're able to get it. But yeah It's, it really yeah, you know, it's like yeah. Yeah, Who am I I'm a fucking vet That's <laughs> yeah. there. <laughs> <cool. laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: Yeah Nice Alright uh, What about tickets to that Are they online Or Yeah you can go online
1: um, They're sold through So uh, the, So I'm on the foundation board But the Egyptian theater Is actually Owned by the, the city and it's through Perry's Egyptian Theater. Uh, you can go if you just Google Perry's Egyptian Theater. Go to their box office section. You can get those, uh, get the tickets there. Uh, if you're on Facebook, you can find the Ogden Big Lebowski Festival like page and find the event. We have the tickets available there as well.
0: Nice. So, is there any reason for people to come to New Ogden Cinema? Like, is there any kind of pitch there?
1: If you're a filmmaker looking to uh, looking to, or an actor looking to a network and. And, uh meet new people then yeah they'd be great that's how uh, when I first met my my producing partner um, I mentioned uh, my wife Brandy McDonald uh, when I first met her she was a, she was just a, a person shoot she'd gone to film school she had been a writer for 20 years like written on her like she had her own scripts but she didn't have a film group though and we happened to meet and um, outside of film groups and she, and I and then I told her, and it's very easy. You're just kind of like hey, you're into film. They're like, yeah, I'd love to do something. It's like, Oh, we're shooting next weekend. Why don't you come hang out with us? Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of how that um, that happened. So, um, and and I kind of imagine there's many other people like that. There, yeah. you're you're you know you're 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 looking for. A, unfortunately, like writing is something you do by yourself.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I mean, maybe with a group of people, but for the most part, you do it by yourself. But making movies, you have to do with a group. Yeah. And it and so it takes a village. Yeah. Um, and so, if, so if you, yeah, if there's someone who's a filmmaker looking, uh, looking to, to collaborate, to get together, you can look us up on New York cinema has a uh, Facebook page, or if you happen to find me uh, online, welcome to message me and I can point you in the right direction. We have some sh- shooting stuff coming up right now. Um, another film collaborator, mine, uh, Madison Easley, And she directed many short films that I started. And she, she started, she was one, she was doing iPhone filmmaking years ago. Um, before a lot of other people were, and uh, so she's she's over the last year she's been making a video game, putting it to, like from the ground up, wow. like, building it on PC. And there's going to be some video elements that we're shooting with it. So she's put together the budget. We um, we have a studio space with a green screen and wow. all the controls that we don't normally have. Um, and uh and i'll be playing a character in that game as well so That's we're cool. shooting shooting there so we have some stuff shooting until like october and then um i'm still working on my idea for if i do the demon chaser film festival this year oh, yeah. uh but i got i gotta as they say shit or get off the pot and yeah like so i think i gotta do it now or i'm gonna miss the deadline altogether yeah. but yeah it's a it's an addictive thing a uh, process like when you're you know because when you start to isolate yourself you don't know, hang out with your film friends all the time right mm-hmm. and then when you start to isolate yourself you slow down and then we, and that's why I like about meeting like weekly or so is because then we're always like juiced in a little bit yeah but once we get on set, I don't know what it is, but you get on set and you start thinking about your film that you that you've had in your mind but you're helping this other person do their film and uh-huh. now it just all seems so easy and you're like oh man like we know what we should do next weekend or the two Weekends from now, or something like that, yeah. And it's it's just one of those things that I, th- I think that the more active, the more obviously with anything, like the more active you are, the more it's going to happen, yeah. Right? Kind of
0: thing, yeah. The more you're doing, yeah, it, the more you're gonna yeah. do it. So, <laughs> so
1: yeah, yeah, duty dude, you're finishing, yeah. Duty.
0: Thank you again, Ryan, for coming on the show. Uh, go and watch his movie on Amazon called Married and Loving It, it's only five bucks, it's almost guaranteed to shock you once or twice. So, you know embrace it and please tell your friends about this show and tell them about the other cool local stuff you like and have a good week